Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Home Slice Living Podcast. I just wanted to jump on and remind you that if you love the Home Slice Living motto, if you love this episode, if you are new to feng shui, if you are curious about what the hell a home wellness practice is and how you can start implementing simple, understandable tips into your life so that you can start using your home as a space that serves you, that uplifts you, that helps you meet your goals instead of something that detracts you from getting things done. If that all sounds amazing to you, make sure you go to our community website, homesliceliving.com, and join our community. It's totally free. It's totally open. And there are so many amazing resources that we can offer you to get you started off on the right foot with your home wellness or feng shui practice. I hope you enjoy this episode. It's interesting. I think it's cool that we're talking about um, your life path, just, you know, within your life in general, and then also within your home. Um, because, you know, the life path area in feng shui is always talked about it's so heavily related to career. And I think sometimes we miss um, the importance of this area because to me, it's more than just your career could definitely be a large part of your path in life, no doubt. Right. And you can use this area as a place for intentions about your career. So to me, it's like career is just kind of like a subset of something that is the life path as a whole. Um, but it literally means deep water. It's, it's represented by the water element. And when we think about being in deep water, even physically, that's kind of, um, it can be an uncomfortable place. Um, and it's like water to me, like the water element in a way is like, not that we can control any of the elements, but in a way, like water to me is the one that's like least controllable right? or least moldable. Like water just comes in and does what it wants. And if you have too much water, right. Or or you could also relate the water to your emotions, your deep, you know, seated stuff inside. Um, if you allow too much of that, it can cause havoc. And if you, if you don't allow, allow any, you know, you're kind of like in this drought phase. So I feel like to me, this area is also somewhat about that balance or being in control of your emotions within your life in a way, like not letting those things distract you um, from your your journey in life, right? Like these external things. And what allows us to ignore that other stuff is being very aligned with 
our intuition. And so while the synchronicities area to me is more about our connection with the divine, with something outside of ourselves, the life path area relates to our connection within ourself. And having that intuition, I related to your third eye chakra, like where you have the ability to be in it, but also the ability to be so in tune and connected with yourself that you're able to kind of like see from above too and see that overall like, you know, um, thing that you're supposed to do or follow your omens um, or whatever that looks like in your life. And you have to be so in touch and open to your intuition to be able to do that. Um, so that's what that area kind of like at a very deep level <laughs> represents to me, but on a less deep level, um, you know, it relates to our life's work, our career, as we discussed, um, <clears throat> the most, it represents like the most aligned path that we can follow to make the biggest impact using our natural like gifts, abilities, talents, and even wisdom, right? Like how we're able to do that as our most unique self. Um, it could represent the work, you know, that we love to do. Um, the deep feelings <clears throat> and emotion behind your life purpose. So like, it's often that we have to deal with inner demons to continue down our most aligned path. Because to get to the next step, it's kind of like we have to overcome something. <clears throat> and that's why this area is so heavily related to the emotion, because you kind of have to go deeper, right? As you keep going in life and going deeper on your path, you've got to go deeper inward. Um, <clears throat> kind of like being your own all-seeing eye. Um, and just a deep connection with self in order to be aligned with your highest path and again like I kind of just touched upon this area is more about being in tune in touch with your intuition with yourself whereas our synchronicities area is more about being in touch with something outside higher than ourselves um so yeah that's kind of what it's all about related to the water element we talked about the chakra being your third eye um some reasons that you might want to enhance this area you're looking for you know your path in life your journey maybe you feel disassociated from that um, you're looking for a new job or career you have the desire to get in touch with yourself in a more deep and intimate way um, you want to open up your intuition more or you want to start honoring that so you can trust it um, you want to, I think this is an area to work with if you're also looking to enhance or get more in touch with any, like, I don't even necessarily want to say psychic abilities because I don't, I think on this app, people play into those things too much, mm -hmm. but like you're even like, you know, the, your clear abilities, right. Um, you know, like, just like, again, that intuition, but like, maybe you've always been in touch with something and you want to deepen that, the, you know, that skill or gift that like you your, have your particular gift, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. 
Um, and if you feel stuck in a place that you currently are at in life and you're like, man, I need some opportunities, some things like to shift. I really like where I'm at is not where I'm supposed to be. And I need some things to start coming in and shifting so that I can, you know, move out of this or get out of this. Um, and then some of the blocks I think that you might be experiencing in, experiencing in your personal life that you might want to look at this area in your home or in a room um, would be like honestly having a problem with disassociation. Um, because when we disassociate, we're doing it for from a place of like, that's like a safety state. But we're also we have to realize and I speak this from experience, that while we're disassociating with what's around us, we're also disassociating with like our physical body here. And that's not like, to truly, I feel like manifest and act out through our intuition, we also have to be in touch with the physical body. Like they just, they have to kind of go together so that we have this like alignment. Um, if you feel like you're drowning in possibilities, but you can't make a decision, maybe you have a whole bunch of great opportunities in your life, but you're like, I don't, I don't know. Well, you're not clear on what you want out of life you're not clear on what that path is so that's something that you need clarity on to move forward um <clears throat> hate your job stagnant life opportunities you you know if you are having trouble with bringing in new clients or customers like bringing in those opportunities that are a part of your career your life path um, if you always find yourself in dead end jobs, but you know, there's something more for you, not listening to your intuition, repressed and stagnant emotions. So if you've got that going on, again, might be an area you want to play around with heavy on the water element there. Um, and trouble also controlling your emotions. You just let it out like a floodgate. There's an imbalance off there that you might want to be looking at. Um, within your life in your home so I feel like I spieled on for that one for a while but um, yeah I just love this area get excited about it yeah it's important too and I think it's important to mention that this is in the front middle yes thank you <laughs> and for a lot of us who live in you know the 1960s or 70s ranches or whatever that's also your entryway yeah, a lot Which of is a really, it is. really important space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes it not even only, more important. Right, because you're coming and going, people are coming and going, like energetically. That's a really, mm -hmm. really important space. Mm -hmm. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of looked at this one from a couple different perspectives. One, um, like with regard to opening up the intuition you know or mm -hmm. inner guidance and then another from the perspective of finding or pursuing your soul purpose because I also feel like um hang on just a sec Jen uh Kate you have a home energy map on your website that's downloadable right I Someone's have asking. it right now it's in the yeah if you go to homeslaceliving.com um It'll take you into the community, but I could send it to you or you could just join and there's a home energy map 
in there and it'll even like talk about how to use it, but it's, yeah, you can download it within there. Okay. I I'm redoing my store, so I don't have it okay. on my website right now. Um, I think it's interesting that, 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 you know, your, your take on the life path area is more about like your life and less about your career. But really, if we're doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing, our career is our it's life. Our path. life. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, like, but I, yeah, but I think it's important to take the emphasis off the yes. word career because then every, like you just immediately, that's your first thought. And to me, like you said, living in alignment, your, your career is like your life's work. And for someone also too, that maybe they don't have to work, they don't need a career, but maybe whatever they're doing within, even if it's a small community is their life journey and life path. Right. So like, I feel like career just doesn't do it justice. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, because the career should be secondary to pursuing the soul purpose. And I think that, especially in this country, we get that backwards. Because I love selling real estate, but it is not what I was put on this planet to do. I know that. For right. Sure. <laughs> right. You know, so... And had I, you know, 20 something years ago pursued like what I was passionate about, passionate about, I, I probably wouldn't be selling real estate today. But yeah, anyway, um, I, I liked what you said, too, about um, it, like you using this section to bring in the right people, you know, or to bring mm -hmm. in new customers, I guess, because we talk a lot about this in our in real estate office about working with the ideal client. And I think this is a good area to not only bring in customers, but bring in the right customers. Because when you are in a career that's not necessarily like I was put on this planet to do this, bringing the, in the ideal client brings you closer to that, right? So like in our office, we tend to work with a lot of, we're a very inclusive office for one. And we also tend to work with a lot of people that are very kind of woo-woo and spiritual because those are our people, you know? And so mm -hmm. for me, that makes the career more tolerable because at least I get to work with my people, right? Or yep. like my yep. tribe. So anyway, I just, I just thought that was interesting. And, and why not take it a step further and not only invite in new customers, but invite in new customers that are your ideal clients. Yeah, because it's, again, like you just mentioned, like it's, in alignment right like and i think yeah. there's something to be said too because if again when we put emphasis on the word career i also think it's like oh well your career is so much of this and like you're saying you know and you you do do part of what you were meant to do or you know like you're doing what what you were meant to do but at what capacity could you be doing that if you started 20 years ago never did real estate. However, real estate has been part of your path. And mm. you found a way to incorporate both things into your life, right? Because like yeah. that makes sense for you. And so like, that's the thing too, is like, if we put that emphasis on the career, it almost too like, forces us to be like, well, I can't be doing this, because that's not my life path thing. But I think often, if we step back, we'll realize that like, 
it is part of your life path thing, right? Like there's, um, I don't know, there's more outside of us, I think, than we, than we realize, but yeah. Yeah, I agree. I actually think that's a really good segue to the first stone that I picked. I actually went through this area when we did it last time and I <laughs> didn't really like anything well, a few, I think, still apply, but I, but I didn't like a lot of them that I picked last time. And then I was kind of just sitting with it uh, before the live, like at one o'clock. And I'm like, OK, what like what do I think would be good? I'm not looking at any book. I'm not looking at any reference materials, nothing like that. And the first one that came to mind was blue kyanite. Because the one thing about this area that strikes me is the like the word alignment, I think, is really appropriate for this area. Because when you have alignment in your life, you're doing all of the things you're supposed to be doing, yep. right? Um, and one stone that I use a lot, like in healing sessions, is blue kyanite. Um, and it's a really good one because it aligns all the chakras. So um, it, it acts like as a... Like, uh, well, it helps you act upon your intuitive guidance, okay? Acts as a bridge. So, like, like for forging your unique path by bringing together interest, skills, and knowledge, right? So, seeing your gifts and how they can be used in fulfilling your purpose. Yeah. Like, oh, that's such a good one. That's so perfect for this. Because it kind of hits all of the important areas. I freaking love this one this is I mean I know you've only given us one but it's my favorite right now <laughs> I have another one that you're gonna be like oh yeah that's so good <laughs> but, um it's blue kyanite's also a third eye stone the other one that I thought was really interesting this actually was on my original list but I found this quote in a Robert Simmons uh, book that I thought was really awesome it's Larimar and it's, it's a throat chakra stone. It's not third eye, but it's a water stone. It's like the most watery of the water stones. Um, helps you connect to the flow. Um, and then Robert Simmons in his book, uh, Book of Stones, says it helped because it has a lot of goddess energy, helps women call mm -hmm. upon the goddess within in order to fully manifest their highest purpose. I think too, I would say, so if you are the type of person that struggles with holding back, keeping everything inside or not processing or not accessing your emotions, this might be if it's like the most watery, right? Because we almost need something to come in, in there and like push it out, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, but then I would think too, once you kind of have that, you experience that damn kind of open right since you've incorporated that energy then going in with um and maybe being intentional about having the wood element in that space to kind of help absorb some of that water um as well so it's not you know yeah um yeah again like the water element is something again you have to be mindful of all of them but i just feel like that one again because it's the emotions and feelings and it's one that we will benefit from being very mindful of I yeah think. 
It's yeah. also is a very peaceful choice. Like if you're looking for mm. kind of surrendering to the flow and then like on a whole other note, like physically it helps with inflammation. So like I've had oh. a infection, like the last, not really infection, but my sinus have been really irritated and I just plop two pieces of it right on my face. So like, or sore throat, it's good for mm -hmm. that. So anyway, it's multi-purpose. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then uh, let me see what else I've got here. Um, another one is black spinel. Oh, and I another. felt like this was a neat one for this area. It's a watermelon, water element stone. Um, it's good for all of the chakras. It helps with persistence with your goals zest for life without fear of moving forward so it kind of pushes you forward it also is a relatively protective stone so if mm. your front door happens to be in this area is a really good choice because it has the protection element to it Uh, my next one is sodalite which is really easy to find and super cheap uh, it's third eye stone helps with insight and intuition into self yourself and your gifts enables one to perceive lessons and move towards the path seeing things from a higher perspective uh, it was a really mm. good stone for writers teachers and people that are in business mm. yeah Which, so what, what one was this sodalite sodalite okay and mm. sodalite is a darker blue Okay. Which I, you know, which goes with the colors for this area too. Mm -hmm. um, another mm -hmm. new one that I found is blue scapolite. Mm -hmm. All chakras includes vision or enhances visionary abilities, assists in effectively communicating your knowledge, insight, and vision, which can be mm -hmm. helpful in your career. Right. For sure. Love that. Uh, I felt like lapis, would, that was on my original list. I still think that's a good one for this. Activates foresight, um, intuition. It was like a stone of royalty. It was Cleopatra's favorite stone. She thought it brought her wisdom and power, and she felt it helped her win wars. Mm. So anyway, like there was a period of time where she shut down all of the lapis mines so she could literally hoard all of the lapis. And like the walls in her temple were covered in lapis because she felt like it was so powerful. Um, and then lapis also has little veins of pyrite in it. And the pyrite in it assists in acting on your highest visions. So Ooh. not only are you downloading the information, but then you, you, you have like the confidence to take action because it has. Power. I love that. I have like a bowl of lapis stones actually on my coffee table and which is in the wisdom area. But I think I'm actually going to move them in here. My office is now in my life path area. So. Oh, nice. Huh. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Um. Uh, this one, too, was on my original list, Peacock Obsidian. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I brought this one back again because it's obsidian, so it's also uh, good at the front door. So if your front door is in this area, using one of the black or darker stones is good because it adds an element or a layer of protection to the front door. Um, Peacock Obsidian is good for opening inner visions, 
the third eye. Uh, it's not really a stone. It's a tektite, but um, also, yeah, also protective for the front door. Um, Shara white, I felt was a good one here. It's a third eye stone. Helps you get back to your path of service. To manifest your path of service on earth or helps you manifest your soul purpose. Love that. I love that. Uh, Labradorite, I think, is good for this area. It's third eye stone. Helps with your ability to visualize. Mm -hmm. Fluorite, I think, is good for here. It's also called the Dharma stone. Good for your soul calling, mental enhancement. The ch chakra it's good for depends on the color, but I think like purple or green would be good here. Maybe even okay. purple would be the best, purple fluorite. Why purple would, is um, the best? Um, I think it's more in alignment with like um, your higher calling or higher purpose, whereas the okay. green is more of a heart, air, heart healer, like an earthy, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've picked this one for other areas before too, chrysanthemum stone. Mm -hmm. Awakening potential, achieving your soul purpose. Oh, this one is a good one. Really good one. Merlinite. Ooh. Um, this is my last one too. Um, it, it works for all of the elements, all of the chakras. Discovery of your magic and awakening of your gifts. I love it. Discovering of your magic. Ooh, I just love that sentence. Yeah. That's a good one. Now, I have never heard of Merlinite, but it sounds like it would be pretty. It's just black. Oh, really? I, yeah. It's just a black stone with, like, some flecks in it. Oh, it okay. I see. It almost a little bit like granite, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like a grayish, but kind of like a purpley. At least, oh, there's a mystic Merlin. Yeah. Got it. But then there's one that has more white in it. Oh, there could be different variations. Like the one I'm talking about is the mystic Merlin, so it's the dark. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Kind of reminds me of like a little wizard egg. I don't know why. I don't even know that I know what a lizard egg was. <laughs> What a weird um, thing to say. Game of Thrones. <laughs> you watch Game of Thrones? No. Dragonator. No. Oh. It's just some weird thing, I guess, that just popped in my head. Fine. Oh. So, yeah, those those were the ones. I felt like Blue Kyanite, <laughs> Larimar, um... The Mystic Merlinite. I don't know. There's a yeah. lot of them that are really good. The Charlotte's good. It just <laughs> kind of depends on what angle you're coming in it at. Coming in at. So. Yeah, that's where I don't know. I just think that maybe I'm just like a super big nerd, and and that's my problem. But sometimes, like when I go to do my notes for just our talks, like 
I, my brain has been spiraling in this like deeper level with these things that I'm like, uh, like being able to verbalize it, like the verbalization of it is just like coming out. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, and I feel like I just am like such a nerd where I get like so excited about it. Where I'm like, wow, you know, I nerd out on my notes because I was saying to Rachel in the office today, I look at my notes from these and I'm like, holy fuck, I could write like three books. That's like my, yes. I feel like the more I just keep adding to my notes where I'm creating just this big like Bible of things. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's going to be so fun to put together. But these have like given me like a framework for that and to like play around with all these different elements yeah Um, yeah it's been fun the one thing too that i looked at before i came on was what oil would be good here if you were to just oil and i thought um i should mention one of the ones that, that i thought would be good here is blue lotus um and you have a good source for blue lotus oil and it like mm-hmm. I am picky about my blue it's, lotus oil. I'm telling you, it's so <laughs> freaking good. It's good. Like, I'm it's super, so super picky. And I have smelled probably 100 different types of blue lotus because I've tried so hard to find a good one. And your friend sells a good one. I, In fact, I just reordered um, mm-hmm. some of the roller balls because I probably... There are a couple oils that I wear frequently. And blue lotus with mastic... And frankincense is one blend that I wear all the time. And the other blend that I wear all the time is patchouli, like a whole bunch of different kinds of patchouli and vanilla. So I go back and forth between those two. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your friend's company's name? Uh, somebody's asking. It's Anuket Luxury. So I believe it's A-N-N-U-K-E-T. And then the word luxury and she just has a really cool story where she was over in Egypt. I think the I think it was either just the papyrus oil or maybe the papyrus and the blue lotus is what she started with. But anyway, she goes to Egypt, she finds these oils, she becomes obsessed with them, then comes back to, you know, back home and she can't find the quality that she's looking for anywhere and she's like I don't I want this real thing you know, that I had. And so she realizes she can't really get it from anybody. So she's like, screw it. I'm going to start my own company and start importing this stuff myself. And that's what she's done. So all of everything is imported from Egypt. Um, She's got, what are her scents she has? So she's got the papyrus, which is just like, yeah, she's got like an Egyptian blue lotus, Egyptian musk. There's another one that I really like. I love all of them, but there's another, uh, the blue Saqqara, I think. Yes, that's another one that I really, I like to diffuse that one a lot. So I think she's got at least five. There might be a sixth one, but. Yeah, the, so her good. blue lotus is good. And they, it's really good because it cal- it softens the central nervous system. Mm. And it it was in ancient Egypt, it, they buried it with bodies because they believed that it like facilitated safe passage to the afterlife or like the soul's final destination which i think is really cool for this area you know yeah seeing your soul to the to the appropriate destination hopefully not you know 
in death, <laughs> maybe in life. And it just smells so freaking good. Like it is so good. I could literally bathe in it. It's I yeah. let that's the Rollmon that I use the most is the mm-hmm. blue lotus. Like I love Have you ever smelled pink lotus? Mm-mm. Oh my god. So good. Really? <laughs> oh so good. Yeah. Yeah. Super good. But I can't I cannot find a good source for that. So mm-hmm. anyway, but yeah, no, I think it'd be a good to have that at the, if it's the entryway to your home, calming the central nervous system is both good for you and anyone entering your home. Yeah. Um, and yeah, anyway, so yeah, that was, that was my last little addition to that. If you are going to have oil or even the blue lotus leaves are really pretty, hmm. the dried leaves. I've never, um, I've never seen them to look into that okay well we have just the center we're almost done and i don't have a day on my calendar for this do you want to do it april 4th april 4th yeah because i already made an event for it on april 4th (laughs) done okay easy peasy I went ahead and I Virgoed that project last night since I knew you were doing it at some point. Anyway, I was like, I'm going to bang it all out now. So I know we got it. And then we'll have to talk about what we want to do next. Um, I know that we've talked about some random things, but I don't know if we ever settled on. I want to do like a body thing. I want to do the body because that's something I would really love that too because that's not something yet that I've gotten heavily into on the feng shui side I know that there's different connections and I know some of them but I also would like yeah I think I'd like to kind of um I'm gonna look for a book that specifically um links the bagua to your body um, cause I'd like to digest some of that a little bit. Cause that's something I haven't played around with too much. And I would love to just open yeah. another layer of that. Yeah. And I, th- I think of people when, in terms of crystal healing, they think of it mostly from the perspective of metaphysical type properties, but I don't think people realize there are books upon books with regard to crystals and how they can facilitate better physical healing. And so it's kind mm-hmm. of an untapped uh, resource. So it'd be, I think it'd be interesting to do it. I had somebody reach out to me this week that had tinnitus and was wondering if there was any way to help with that. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I've got like four or five things for that. And you could try them. They might work. They might not work, but still. Right. Yeah. Why not know. try? So yeah, it'd be, it'll be fun to, I think, go into that a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm looking up books. So yeah, cool. Well, then I will see you April 4th. And okay. We'll finish out this series finally. <laughs> and we'll talk all about, you know, the center, which is just the center of your home and how that, you know, relates to your life and all the fun things that you can do in there. So okay. I will talk to you soon. Okay. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.